It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We are entering uncharted territory when it comes to rookies. Yes, the Magic lost. That matters a little bit still, I suppose. But I don't know if I've said this in the last, like, five minutes. Franz Wagner is really good, y'all. Really good. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is December 29th, 2021. My name is Phil Prosmanike. I'm the expert in sight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, yes, the Orlando Magic lose to the Milwaukee Bucks. A lot of the same issues that we've seen before. A lot of the same storylines. But something a little bit different happened. Franz Wagner happened in a way that we haven't seen Franz Wagner happen yet this season. And in a way that really does seem like it's cementing things that we have suspected about him for a while now. That Franz Wagner is really good. Like, like really, really good. We'll talk a little bit about all that coming up here in just a moment. But first, we want to thank you for making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. No matter whether we're your first listen of the day or whether we're just part of your day what, when you're working out, on your way home from work, on break, whenever. We truly appreciate you making Locked On Magic part of your day every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms as well as streaming on YouTube. I, I do like to start with the game itself on, on these things, but obviously the game... It's not as important as the big takeaway we we get from it, especially on this night. Look, you know, this Magic team is really injured. There are five guys out with long-term injuries. There are, I think, still four or five guys uh, in COVID protocols. Hassani Gravett, you know, sung his praises yesterday, actually was playing a really good game. Looks like an NBA player. He gets pulled from the game uh, in the second half. Um, because he got placed in protocols in the middle of the game. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's been a disaster of a season. I, I shared that stat from NBA man, man games lost yesterday. Um, this, there's a lot of injuries. And, and so, yes, we, we entered this season and, and we're entering a lot of these games with this understanding that, Playing 48 minutes against quality opponents is going to be really hard. Um, we entered this season, again, like the main goal was, let, let's just see an outline of who this team can be. Um, and and, and I, I'm with all of you. Winning matters. Winning should matter. Losers should hurt. Losing sucks. Um, you don't want to lose. But there are plenty of reasonable ex- explanations for the Magic losing the way that they're losing. And largely, they've avoided big blowouts. It didn't look that way in the first half of this game. Um, 
The Milwaukee Bucks, a, a fully operational battle station at this point, um, just got whatever they wanted. They made 15 three-pointers in the first half. They moved the ball. Um, the Magic just did not look very interested in defending. I, I made the comment on Twitter, you know, to me still the most disappointing thing about this Magic team has been their lack of defensive intensity, their lack of defensive physicality, whether that is because of the depth, whether that is because they're just not as good defensively as we all thought they could be. It, 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 it's hard to pinpoint, but again, it, it's a lot of these same storylines. This game followed a lot of the same kind of just if, if I didn't tell you what happened in this game, um, if, if I didn't show you a box and I said the final score was Milwaukee 127, Orlando 110, I can pretty much bet that you would be able to tell me what the box score looked like in a lot of ways. Um, be frank. Um, I've missed one game this season that, that I didn't watch live. I was keeping track of the score and I was just like, okay, I, I can bet what's going to happen at each phase of the game. I was able to catch the end of it. It was the Houston game. Um, I was able to catch the end of it. Uh, none of it was surprising to me. Um, I didn't need to, uh, unfortunately, the Spanish teams had that kind of predictability. And the, again, there's bright spots along the way, but um, we know that this team healthy is going to be something interesting. Because Orlando, you know, they're, they weren't great to start the game, but they were good enough. They were keeping the game close. They were tied. Um, the bench came in and it was bad. Not just bad, it was really bad. Um, just, just really, really, really bad. Um, the Magic fell behind by as much as 29 points late in the second quarter. Starters came back in, did not bring the energy that they needed to either. Um, Wendell Carter said after the game that 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 they definitely that he definitely hung his head a little bit, and that's a habit that he's got to get out of, that the team's got to get out of. Um, the Magic were dead in the water. And again, we saw this against the Lakers. We saw this against the Bucs. And the Magic were down by 30 and brought the lead down to six. This team's got to fight back. They're going to make the score look respect respectable, even if they never truly threaten the lead. And whether you want to say the Magic threatened the lead or not is certainly up to you. Um, I think there was definitely a few moments where this game was in the balance. The Magic went on a 20 to nothing run in the third quarter, a 19 nothing run in the third quarter that brought the deficit down to 10, certainly much more manageable. The bench did a better job in the second second half, keeping the game tight, keeping the game closer. Orlando was able to get the, down, the lead down to eight at one point. And then at the critical moments, you know, Franz Wagner missed a three or uh, someone missed a three. Gary Harris missed a couple threes. RJ Hampton missed a couple threes. Someone missed a shot. Someone missed a big shot that would have gotten the magic over the hump into that five, six point range where you really start to, to get tense and really start to, to, to get interested in, interested and worried. Um, the magic were in that running. We're, we're near that point of the game. But unfortunately, the Bucs have Drew Holiday, who's able to bully his way into the paint, score there. They have Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Giannis did Giannis things. And the Bucs were able to pull away and make the score look, frankly, much wider than it ultimately was, 127-110 victory at the Amway Center. So again, the takeaways are pretty simple. The Magic did not bring good intensity. They had some dead minutes in that second quarter. They got down big. They gave up a ton of the open threes, which has been a big issue for this team throughout the course of the season. They clawed their way back into the game. They looked a whole lot better. They gave themselves at least some respectability. They won maybe a little battle here and there, but ultimately unable to win the game. And while there are plenty of positive takeaways, and Franz Wagner is the big one, like blinking red lights, big one. We'll get to him in a moment. Um, it's a lot of the same storylines, a lot of the same things 
from this magic team. Um, you know, again, I'm a big game guy. I care about games. I care about the way that they go. I think they teach us a lot. They tell us a lot. It's data at, at minimum. A lot of these magic losses, a lot of these magic games feel very, very much the same. Um, at least when it comes to how we get to our final result. The magic starters do well. The bench struggles a little bit, gives up the lead, puts them in the hole. The magic starters fight back. If the hole becomes really big, the magic make, make the score respectable. Um, but ultimately, they don't give themselves the chance to win at the end. Um, I will continue to say this. Um, you know, I, I know the Magic lost their last close game. Um, I'm still really confident about the Magic in close games. They just got to get there. Um, you know, again, you bring back Cole Anthony. You bring back, you know, even Markel Fultz. You bring back Jonathan Isaac. You bring back some of these guys. You bring back Terrence Ross. You bring back some of these guys that are on the COVID list. Um, and this team looks very, very different. I think this team is in a better spot. Um, it, you know, everyone is very wildly optimistic about this group, um, even though they're losing a lot of games. It's the worst start the Magic have ever gone off to after 35 games, if I'm not mistaken. Um, it, there's a lot of optimism about this team, um, and so it's just about waiting for all those pieces to come together, and, and we just haven't seen that yet. But like I said, uh, as much as I want to care about the games, as much as I, I think games are important, the season's not about the games, or the season's not about the result of these games, as important as they may be. This season is about showing signs and showing what this team can be, the outlines of who this team can be. And that's exactly what Franz Wagner did with his effort, his 38-point effort against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll get to him coming up here in just a moment. But first... A quick word from our pals at Truebill. Now, do you know why free trials are new without your consent? Yes, there's there's a little bit of convenience there. that They're, they're trying to provide you a service. You don't want to have to remember to pay your bill every month. You just charge it automatically. That's that, that seems convenient. But then you forget about it. Then you forget that you're paying this thing. And every month it charges it without fail. This is really kind of a business game out to get you. So don't let the corporations pocket your money without your knowledge. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions today. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 per year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has more than 2 million users and have helped them save more than $100 million. That, that deserves the pinky to the, to, to the lip. Don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
We want to thank you for making a Locked On Magic part of your day. Now that once you're done with us, make your next listen Locked On Now. They have nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts like me. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. To say the least, I was never expecting Franz Wagner to be this. Um, I, I'll, I'll come clean. I was very, very wrong about Franz Wagner. Our, our mate, our, I'll qualify that. I, it's not that I was wrong about Franz Wagner. I was wrong about what his ceiling might be. Um, I, I felt like I had a good sense of what Franz Wagner was. And, you know, I, I looked at, I, I didn't really have Franz Wagner on my board because I felt like the Magic were kind of stocked up with young guards. We all said throughout the whole draft process that, you know, yeah, maybe it would have been nicer if the Magic would have taken another home run swing, especially after getting a, a safe, uh, what felt like a safe pick in Jalen Suggs. And Jalen Suggs has been good uh, for, for a rookie in many ways too, although certainly not to the degree that we've seen from Mr. Wagner. So I, I was very, very wrong about Franz Wagner. I want to put that out there immediately. Um, but then again, who had Franz Wagner doing this? 38 points, 12 for 20 shooting, 4 for 8 from deep, 10 for 10 from the line, 7 rebounds, 3 assists against the freaking Milwaukee Bucks, against Giannis Antetokounmpo, against Chris Middleton, against Bobby Portis, against Drew Holiday, against one of the best defensive teams in the league, a guy who made a living in the paint Tuesday night against one of the best defensive teams in the league. It'd be one thing if he did this against, say, the Thunder or, or you know, again, not to put, not to, you know, again, I, I said this about Cole, I think, after his game against the Sixers last year. It's better that he can do it than can't do it even against weaker opponents. But this wasn't that. And and even though 38 is certainly a career high and, and a rookie high in the league this year, this doesn't feel so out of the question or uh, or, or unordinary for this team. This feels very, very different. And his teammates had a very different response. Wendell Carter, in his post-game press conference, seemed to say, it's about time he did this. It really feels like the Magic are not surprised, are the only people not surprised that Franz Wagner is doing this. That Franz Wagner is putting up these efficient scoring nights, these crazy good scoring nights, these crazy efficient, these crazy good games where it's just impressive play after impressive play. The Milwaukee Bucks were starting to double Franz Wagner on, on pick and rolls, just trying to get the ball out of his hands. And Wagner said after the game, he was just trying to read the defense. He was just trying to feel where the defense was. Um, you know, he wasn't used to being double teamed that far away from the basket. And yet... He kept playing at his pace. He kept searching and waiting. He stayed on the attack, and he beat it. Like I said, this season is not about the win-loss result. Yes, we would like to win. And Franz Wagner said, you know, Franz Wagner said, you know, a couple of players congratulated him. Demarcus Cousins specifically talk, was talking to him, and Franz said after the game, look, it's great to be congratulated. It's great to be recognized for the stuff, but I want the win. And... That's exactly the attitude and mindset I want. 
from these you want from these players. You want to understand the small victories. You understand the the, the potential that you have to continue getting better, but um, but you still want that hunger and desire to win. These losses need to hurt. Still, you need to understand it's part of a process. You can't take every loss as the end of the world, but you need to win. You need to want to win, and that's something this Magic team is certainly, I think getting better is still feeling and still feels and still feels like they're on the right track. Again, I think a lot of us feel the magic are on the right track here for the first year of a rebuild. But Wagner is doing something that magic haven't seen from a wing, from a rookie wing in their franchise history, at least since Penny, he's putting up stat lines that remind you of Dennis Scott. He's scoring, you know, the third best, third highest scoring, um, Game in Magic by Magic rookie. He's the youngest Magic player in history to score 30 points. Yes, younger than Shaq. He's doing things that that this franchise hasn't seen and, and doing them fairly regularly. He now leads all rookies in scoring. But again, it's the way that he does them. It's the patience he shows on his attacks. It's his willingness to keep the ball moving. It's the fact that he doesn't have to have the ball in his hands to be effective, that he can cut, that he can space the floor at the three-point line. It's there, there's the, the big question with him in the draft process was, okay, I feel pretty conf- confident with what you can do. But can you do it at a higher level? Can you do this thing? that you didn't really show in college. And the answer is very quickly have become yes. Look, Wagner still has a long way to go. Don't get it twisted. This is not the best we'll see of Franz Wagner. He is going to keep getting better. He's going to keep becoming more efficient as a, as a shooter. He's going to become a better scorer. He's going to learn how to stop and hit a mid-range jumper, which is he just is not, he does not do very often. He's, he's getting to the basket. He's going to get better finishing at the rim. Still his biggest weakness is, is his struggles finishing at the rim, but even there, he's gotten better as the season's gone on. He's just such a smart player that he does something that just makes you gasp, you know, to some extent. He had a pass to, to the corner in this game that was just an incredible pass. The shot was missed, but it was still just this incredible pass. He had a move in the fourth quarter where the Bucs tried to send a double double to him off a of pick and roll. So I think Chris Middleton and, and uh, Dante DiVincenzo. And not only did Wagner split that double team before they could close the door on him, but finished up and over Bobby Portis with Giannis right nearby. Those are big-time plays. The guy's been proven to be fearless. He can finish at the rim with force. He can finish with... With gusto, it's hard to find all the adjectives, the right adjectives. You just watch the tape and you find so many things that you like, and you got to try and figure out okay, where uh, a not only where does this guy fit, but is this the guy you can build around? Now, that's probably a question that's too far right now because obviously you just want to see consistency. You want to see him continue to get better, and there's no reason to think that Franz Wagner won't win the rookie of the month. If he doesn't, something is very, very, very wrong, in my opinion. But Wagner continues to impress. 
And as the Magic made their run and got back in this game, it was Wagner leading the way. Controlling the pace of the game, really, with the fact that he was essentially the point guard. And just finding ways to score and finding ways to stay aggressive and finding ways to attack. The team followed that lead. He got going. They got going. And to me, that's just really impressive. Again, I find it really hard to describe just how good he's been because I was I was really wrong on him. I was really wrong about what he could be. I thought we already had a good sense of who he was. The truth is, though, we had no clue. And right now, Franz Wagner makes at least one play every game that just makes you stop and say, Franz Wagner is really good. Really good. And at this stage, at this age, at, at, at this part of the development, it sure feels like the sky is the limit. And this will not be the last 38-point game we see from him. If not, much more. We'll go through the rest of the box score coming up here in just a moment. But first, a quick word from our pals at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the college bowl season and the pro football playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. So head to the website, or use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use your promo code locked on to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the new amazing offers available. Bet online where the game starts. Today's podcast also brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. The new year is right around the corner. It's this weekend, and that means New Year's resolutions. I'm thinking about mine already. I'm actually trying to get a jump start on mine a little bit. Not going well, so New Year's resolution right on track. If yours, like mine, is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good you want to eat it, unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky or waxy or taste just off, like maybe a chemical spill or something. You want to eat healthy, but it just gets so boring. So by like week three, you, you might be thinking, this is just not worth it. Where is the chocolate? You still want that savory taste. Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate, and they taste exactly like what they say on the box. With so many different flavors, it will be hard to be bored by them. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4, gra- 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. The choice is really, really easy. Even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and is good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. It's a perfect supplement to re-energize yourself after workout, especially midday workout. And again, there's so many flavors to choose from, like coconut, almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many more. And built Bar is always coming out with new limited-time flavors, so check out built.com often to see what's new. Go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. And get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com.
Let's run through the final box score for you as the Orlando Magic fall to the Milwaukee Bucks, 127 to 110. Franz Wagner leads the way with 38 points, 12 for 20, shooting four for eight from beyond the arc, 10 for 10 from the foul line, seven rebounds. Not enough good words to say about Franz Wagner. He was really, really good. We just spent, what, nine minutes talking about him, so I'll, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Wendell Carter, a really nice game, 19 points, 10 rebounds, six for 14, shooting two for seven from deep. Um, really poor first half. Uh, just just didn't play with a lot of energy. Kind of had the same issues that he had against Miami. Um, you know, had some nice dunks. Really picked up his play a little bit toward the end of the second second quarter. Uh, but really good second half. I felt like um, just again, just a lot more energy, especially defensively. Again, Wendell Carter knows this is his big issue. Is his energy can be a little inconsistent. Um, he can go up and down on that front. Um, so playing with more energy definitely a big thing for Wendell Carter. I thought he did a better job as the game went on. Gary Harris, kind of first downish game for him. 13 points, 4 for 10 shooting, 2 for 6 from deep, 3 for 4 from beyond the arc. Um, four assists as well for him. We can count on Gary Harris a little bit. Um, you know, he's he's kind of had a little bit of a down game shooting-wise. Missed some big threes late in the game, but, um, you know, you can rely on him. You, you can rely on him. I thought his defense was pretty solid too. Um, Wendell Carter's defense on Giannis was pretty good for the most part. Um, definitely had some issues there as well, but it's Giannis, so everyone has issues with that. Um, Gary Harris is really just solid as always. Um, I, I think you can, you, you, the Magic really trust him. Robin Lopez, nine points, four for five shooting in the start for the Magic as the Magic still trying to scramble to fill their rotation and fill their lineup out now that they're down. Jumo Kiki, Asani Gravett will be out. Gravett or Asani Gravett will be out. He played 18 and a half minutes before he was pulled from the game to, as he entered health and safety protocols. Five points, two for four shooting. For Gravett, for Gravett, Magic were plus 16 in his minutes, so take that for what you will. Everyone on the bench for the Orlando Magic had at least a minus 10. Again, the ben- again, we've, we've seen this script before. The Magic starters play well. They keep them in the game. Bench give away the lead, maybe get them down 12-15. Starters either bring it back by halftime or they give it away a little bit more, and that's when you get your blowout losses. Um, Magic really did a good job climbing back into it. Jamal Mosley tightened his rotation considerably in that second half. Magic got away with some good minutes in the fourth quarter from their bench unit, really kept them in the game, but very heavy starter minutes in the second half. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why the Magic were able to come back in this game. RJ Hampton, nine points, four for 11, shooting one for six from deep. Not a great game for him um, overall. So just a little sporadic, a little bit too sped up, um, especially defensively. He's got to be a lot more consistent. Although I think, again, overall, he's been better on that end. Moritz Wagner's uh, first game back from health and safety protocols. Seven points, two for seven, shooting one for four from deep. Tim Frazier, five points, two for eight, shooting one for four from deep. Had a big three, though, in that second half. Freddie Gillespie, only three points. Um, Admiral Schofield, only two points. But again, Magic just not able to get enough from their bench. You look at the score, you know, Milwaukee had 32 points in the first quarter. A lot of that coming late in that quarter. 40 points in the second quarter. They made 15 three-pointers in the first half. Um, Orlando able to hold them to 55 points in the second half. They outscored them 65-55 in that second half, got them back into the game. But again, not just just way too much scoring, way too much for the box. Giannis Antetokounmpo really came on late, 28 points, 10 for 19 shooting, 7 for 10 from the line, 6 rebounds, 6 assists, 5 fouls. Magic, I thought, did a decent job on Giannis. Did a good job keeping him out of the paint a little bit, um, making him a passer. He was able to find open shooters, obviously. Um, able to get some some spots to the basket, some spots to the basket, especially later in the game, really put this game away. Drew Holiday, 18 points, 10 assists. Again, ball just hopping around the perimeter in that second quarter to get those open threes. Bobby Portis, really the star, had all five of his three-pointers in the first half. 
five for five from deep, 19 points overall for him, including 17 rebounds. And Chris Middleton, 21 points, eight for 14 shooting. Milwaukee shoots 55.3% from the floor, 17 for 37 from deep. Again, 15 of those three-pointers coming in the first half. Orlando shoots 45.8% from the floor, 12 of 39 from, from deep, 22 of 26 from the foul line. So Orlando, again, they do they did some good things. This took them a while to get going. Again, Orlando shoots 42% in the first half, two for 15 from three. And the second half, they shoot a 20 for 20 for 40, 50%, 10 for 24. Milwaukee, four for 13 from beyond the arc in the second half. That's that's again, that's the big difference. Three-point shooting, such a huge factor in this game. The Milwaukee Bucks defeat the Orlando Magic 127 to 110. The Orlando Magic will play the Milwaukee Bucks again on Thursday night to see if they can get a little bit of redemption and steal one win from the Bucks before the end of their season series. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. Subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts. Stitcher, tune in to him on Google Play, Spotify, Odyssey, all the fun places on my podcast to your podcast and able listening advice. You can find me on Twitter at philiprr underscore omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can follow us there on Twitter at omagicdaily. Now that you're done listening to us, be sure to check out the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Again, that's going to do for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked On Magic, this has been Phil Frost. Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked On Magic. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.